0: Hello and welcome to Church of the Palms. Uh, We are delighted to be with you today and let us begin our devotion time with a little bit of music. Today, we hear from John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. Hear now the word of the Lord. After this, Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples now, the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about five thousand in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled 12 baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Powerful God, speak to us through these holy words and in the words to come, that we may hear your spirit as our hearts open up to your bounty and your love. Amen. One of my favorite things to do is to go to the mountains. Once a year, if I can, I try to go to a place that involves a vertical path away from Florida. And I go there with the people I feel closest to. I go with my husband and sometimes with my girls. I've even gone alone. The Blue Ridge Mountains are often a favorite destination and there are plenty of mountains around my hometown in Canada. This is where I feel closest to God, in God's incredible majesty and paradise, accompanied by the distinct smell of pine, and watching the lush leaves rustling beside and above me, with a few sun rays making their way through the green ceiling. The air is cooler, my legs are light despite using muscles that I rarely get to use, and with each new step, My head empties itself from the day-to-day worries that occupy my normal routine. And after getting to a summit, here comes the best part. Looking down at all that sits below me, near and far. There are miniature towns in the valleys when I look down. In the small homes that I can barely see with my own eyes, I imagine that there are people with big and small worries, concerned about the next day, forgetting about the mountains above them and the peace that they bring. From my high point, I am free. Truly, I've never felt anything but peace on top of a mountain. Why? Am I really closer to God, feeling that there's nothing between us, no cell phone towers, no wires, no ceilings that can break the communication between heaven and earth? Sometimes I wonder why I can't find this same peace in my car or on my couch at home. On the mountain, tomorrow disappears. Well, the answer is in this passage for me. I remember that Jesus did the very same thing. In this passage that focuses so much on the miracle of bread and fish, of feeding an incredibly large group of people, Jesus first goes up to the mountain to get away from the crowds that follow him everywhere. He takes with him the people he is closest with, and at the end, he even goes back alone. Jesus went up the mountain, and sat down there with his disciples. Reading this gives me the assurance that my needs are real, that it is important to retreat at times and to go somewhere different, to look at the world from a different angle and to simply breathe in the present. If you're watching this from your comfortable home in Sarasota, I think it is safe to assume that beautiful Siesta Key means the same to you as the mountains mean to me. I'm just not a beach person, but I can recognize the peace that a beautiful sunset provides and the vastness of the landscape, the water that has no ending and that melts into the horizon. The colors painted by God at sunset are mesmerizing, a different artwork every night. I can see why Sarasota is such a popular destination for those who find peace in that kind of landscape. So this is the question we are pondering today. Where do you go before you have to feed a large crowd? How do you recharge your battery before you give to others Like we always famously hear on airplane announcements, place your oxygen mask over your nose first, then assist a child or other person in need. I'd love to hear from you if you feel like sharing. Where do you find your peace? What is your mountain? Let us pray. Gracious God, you fill us with different energy in different places at different times of day with the different people we interact with your spirit moves our energy from rest into action it allows us to be at peace or to be in full gear serving others make us aware of our need to rest when we need it and may the spirit move through us to energize our actions to then reflect the amazing energy that you pour into this world